Greetings, podcast fans. Hey, guess what? You're not seeing. You're not seeing video. Why is that? That's because me, Paul, um, yeah, I was an idiot. Uh, <laughs> when we went over to Art Prize, I put my camera on 4K mode and forgot to put it back down to 1080p mode. So when we went to record and I wasn't paying attention to the video uh, little monitor screen for my camera the entire time. Didn't realize until afterwards that uh, it only recorded the first 14 minutes. So I apologize. There's no video this week. I There's video next week. Yes, there is. I made sure of that after I learned my lesson from the thing. And then I figured out why finally on the third episode that we recorded. But regardless of the fact, there's video next week. No video this week. So sorry. We're back to audio only with a little picture on YouTube of our logo. But that being said, there are still some parts that are just YouTube exclusive that are not available on the audio streaming only service uh, because, well, I'm not going to punish you all for that. You just won't be able to see the stuff that I refer to on the screen. That's okay. Cause you can go to the links and watch the stuff yourself. All right. That being said, on to the episode. Hello again, everybody. Look at me. I'm not a floating big head with his chin cut off on your screen anymore. For those of you who are viewing video. Your chin was cut off? Oh, yeah. Like, my chin was cut off or my hat was cut off. It was just like super zoomed in the last time for the last month. So, oh. like I said in my solo episode, hey, guess what? I'm not going to be a cropped in, zoomed in head <laughs> as it is. Aaron is with me again. Once again, he's feeling better. But I'm not all the way there yet. But this week, we're going to be talking about Aaron's new favorite band in the world that will replace August Burns Red in his heart forever. Not a chance. He will now be the roadie, the official roadie for this band. This rusty ship. For a rusty ship. And the song is Bottom of the Barrel. Again, if I could play any of these on here, I would. But unfortunately, I cannot. Just because you can, just can't allow it on what I guess a majority of the streaming, yeah, services. I, I, the only place it could go would be YouTube, YouTube, yep, yeah, that's it. But regardless, so, so we could do fun for YouTube people. We went over in the episode of Poor August Burns Red where we talked about this, all the accolades and everything that this band has. Achieve, yeah. which Aaron's like, I don't understand how I, they uh, achieve these ba- these accolades. It sounds like a garage rock band. Yeah, it does. And then I go, oh, so like your country band. It sounds like a garage country band, I see. I was going to say it sounded more like Skyrack, because at least that was rock, but... Yeah, uh, that, no, you're you're actually right on, the, <laughs> on that one. I just, want, I just wanted to mention that, because Aaron is also in a country band called Afternoon Hangover. He's the drummer for that, and they just released their first song on streaming services, so if you have, like, Apple Music or stuff like that, you can go in um, Spotify and that. You can go look for Afternoon Hangover. And what's the name of that song, Aaron? Why are you embarrassed about your own song? I wasn't ready for this. (laughs) Do you think I was going to tell you to be like, be ready to promote your own stuff all the time? No. Oh, man. Well, the song name is, would you come and save me? That's it. Yeah. 
Need saving right now. <laughs> Would you come and save me by afternoon hangover? Available on all streaming services everywhere you go. Take a listen to it and let Aaron know what you think about it. And specifically listen for the drums and don't, tell Aaron what you think about his drumming. The, no, don't. I don't like them. You don't like them? Just kidding. Not that I don't like them. The song is the song is slower than what we've normally played it, at least live. So it's a little slower. Than that that explains why it's longer than the live version. Yes. Mm-hmm. And as the saying goes, keep it simple, stupid. Well, that's what I did. So as far as drumming, it was very basic, nothing crazy. And also, oh, I need to practice to a click more often. <laughs> Maybe my next uh, selection will be. Absolutely not. <laughs> I don't care. No, I, I don't know. We'll see. In, in that case, if we do that, then we'll have the entire band in here for a discussion on their song. Oh, boy. <laughs> that, that would be interesting. Mm-hmm. That would be interesting. The non-country boy reviewing a country song. <laughs> I'm just, yeah, that would be that would be something else. Well, you recommended a country song already anyway. I know, but, I know. but there was a reason why I did, because of what yeah. he was doing. It was notable. This, I'm going, hey, go listen to it only because Aaron's on it. <laughs> Not because of the singer or yeah. the guitarist or anyone else. Fair. Even though I've met them all. You've met? Oh. Mo- well, uh, I might not have <sighs> met your ba- bassist or whatever. I don't know. No, you haven't met him yet. But the guitarist and the singer I have. And, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll leave that story about the singer for another time. Oh my own. I'm thinking of when we were at the Mexican restaurant. <laughs> I know exactly what you're thinking of. <laughs> no fun times. Anywho, we're talking about Russell, uh, Russell. Rusty Ship. Russell Wilson? Rusty yeah. Ship. Which, okay, the main singer of the group, his name is Russ T. Ship. So weird. His full name is actually Russell Thomas Ship, mm. but he goes by Russ T. Ship. And uh, of course, in an interview, they're going, "Well, what should we name the band?" And they actually came up with all these other names. And the band members all went, "No, let's just do Rusty, 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 Rusty Ship." All right. <laughs> so it was more the band members. It wasn't like him, like, "Oh, I want this to be named after me." Yeah. Um, and he talks about that in an interview. And I'll include the links to a couple interviews that I was reading of from the band and Russ specifically uh, in the notes here. So the other people in this band are Elijah Apperson on guitar, Hmm. Michael Kraft on bass and AG, AJ Newton on drums. Huh? Nice. So rusty ship, they're a self-described nautical rock and roll band with a sound influenced by in their own words, the melodic chord progressions of the Beatles, the surf guitar of Dick Dale, the grunge rock of Nirvana, <laughs> and the heavy metal of Led Zeppelin. <laughs> I love Aaron's facial expression as he's, <laughs> as, he, as he's hearing this from their own thing. All right. I mean, he probably just knows a lot more about music than I do. He's, a, he's doing it for a living, or at least... Well, okay. (laughs) You you definitely hear not not necessarily in bottom of the barrel, but you hear in other songs like the man, the myth, legend, 
um, the surf rock guitar influence. Oh no, I'm sure that I'm, I'm just, I'm taken back on the heavy metal of Zeppelin. I was like, I didn't realize they were a, a metal band. Yeah, Zeppelin was considered, is considered a metal band. Obviously they're earlier than what is more the modern metal stuff. How, how is Zeppelin considered a metal band? Like even back in, like obviously yeah, they were a rock band. How would they be considered metal? Led Zeppelin is cited as the progenitor of both hard rock and heavy metal. Their sound has been imitated by bands from Black Sabbath to Nirvana. They inspired hard rock bands to include acoustic elements of music and were among the first to experiment with Indian and North African music. But yes, they are considered I've never heard that before. They're not considered heavy metal, but they're considered metal. I've never heard that before in my lifetime. Interesting. All right. Yeah, and there's even an interview here in Far Out Magazine where it says, why Led Zeppelin hated being called heavy metal. (laughs) Because they weren't. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) You got to remember, back when Zeppelin came out in that, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, it was of the devil. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Oh, man, they had drums and electric guitar in there, man. That was evil. <laughs> but, yeah, so you got to remember the, the difference in uh, the ages. You know, obviously now if, oh, they, right. if, if they came out now, they would not be considered. Oh, well, I mean, that's where I saw I was like, I wouldn't even consider metal back in the day. What would you consider metal back in the day when Zeppelin came out? I mean, it was just rock. Um, But I guess they probably would. They probably thought. Elvis is rock and roll. I mean, which I guess to some degree he is, though. Heck, people thought the Beatles were good. (sighs) (laughs) (sighs) I say that just to trigger Aaron. (laughs) See, this is the thing. I don't, as far as the Beatles go, I don't know. It's funny. Because, like, there's some stuff that I really like by them. I, I mean, yeah, there's stuff I think they did was really good. But I also, to some degree, don't understand, don't understand some of the hype and can think they're they're overrated. But people say that we wouldn't have music that we do today if it weren't for them. I kind of think that's a bunch of baloney, but eh, to each their own. I don't know. We can't look, (laughs) we can't find out because we can't go back and change it. So it is what it is. But, yeah. Okay, so just to put Aaron's mind at ease here. Thank you. Do you know what some other bands that were considered metal were? Black Sabbath. Granted, this is just me looking up Black Sabbath on Google. It says rock band. And they were more metal than Zeppelin was. Whatever. Okay. Um, So... What? <laughs> so here's a, an article from, I'm, we're just going to go through this real quick. I'm not going to go through why for every artist. Okay. It's from Loudwire Magazine. So their music magazine, yeah. right? Yep. The 16 bands and musicians who are considered pioneers of heavy metal. Okay. <clears throat> okay. The Who. The yeah. Kinks. Yeah, I'm not familiar with Jimi Hendrix. Okay. Cream. 
Iron Butterfly. <laughs> vanilla Fudge. Don't know Vanilla Blue Fudge. Blue Cheer. Uh, Budgie? B-U-D-G-I-E. I have no idea. Led Zeppelin. <sighs> okay, okay, I'm yeah, going to give why their reason is for that they consider them heavy. Or metal. I, was saying, like, heavy metal, I can but. understand influences from, well, especially from Led Zeppelin being used in metal bands for sure, but I still wouldn't consider Zeppelin a metal band. So here's their yeah. reasoning why. Yeah. I'm going to read verbatim the, from their little article here. Led Zeppelin, yeah. they need a copy editor because they say are often, it would be is often, uh, regarded as the band that invented heavy metal for several different reasons. They weren't the first band to use wailing vocals, distorted guitars, deep bass lines, and roaring drum fills, but they were the first band to blend all of it together. That's why they considered them one of the, the originators of that. Interesting. To top it all off, they were incredibly loud. Black Sabbath formed the same year, uh-huh. but bassist Geezer Butler has even stated that Led Zeppelin was their favorite band to listen to in the early days before they had an album out of their own. Mm. Speaking of which, they put in the list Black Sabbath. Yeah. And see that I get more uh, so. Deep Purple. Steppenwolf. Sir Lord Baltimore. Humble Pie. What? Grand Funk Railroad. Okay. That Judas Priest. Alice Cooper. Yeah. Atomic Rooster. Atomic Rooster? Yeah. Cactus. Deep Purple. Wait, didn't you just say Deep Purple? I might have. I'm I, like, I'm going through the list here and it's just like. Or maybe you said, I don't know. Because right, yeah. it's like 20 plus metal albums turning 50 this year when this came out, right? Yeah. There's one on here that just <laughs> makes me question this entire list. Yeah. Eric Clapton. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's say when you say Cream, Eric was on was in the band Cream. So I was yeah. like, what? Yeah. So, oh, man. I'm not as familiar with Cream, but I know Eric Clapton. Wow. Yeah. I guess I... But anyways, oh. let's get back to the the topic at hand. <laughs> what the heck? The heavy metal of Led Zeppelin. Uh, <sighs> again, that's a quote directly from Rusty Ship himself. Rusty, get out of here. Okay. The Just band kidding. the band was formed in 2014. Okay. Okay. And he says, Damn. and Damn. don't Damn. take this as um like anything weird or like derogatory, but this was during an interview. He said how did you find your band members? Okay. okay. This was from a 2020 interview before Bottom of the Barrel was released. Mm. And he said, and this is their interviewing Russ from the band. He goes, from Craigslist. <laughs> I have to admit, it was the bottom of the barrel at first as far as the people who responded to the ads. But it was kind of like, well, something's better than nothing. I was just trying to get something off the ground. So I got at least some people who were interested in playing music with me, even though there was a 50, 50 chance of whether they would actually show up and practice. <laughs> That's awesome. So he just put out an ad in Craigslist wow. and in 2014, he got some people. All right. Wow. So this album that this is off of bottom of the barrel, right? It's right. It's on, um, do you remember what the name of the album is? Absolutely not. I just know it's their latest one. It's their latest one. Good job. 
Um, yeah, this is interesting on this on this one here because the album itself, it like it if you look at it on the cover, mm-hmm. you just see "Dark Side of the Ocean." That's the name of it, right? Okay. But the full name of the album is this. Cosmic Innuendo, Volume 1, Dark Side of the Ocean. This is apparently going to be a multi-album concept thing yeah. that's going to spread across multiple uh, things. And as of today, they just announced new songs coming and a new album coming. So... Uh, they didn't say if it was going to be volume two or when did they release this album? This album came out in 2022. Oh, okay. Then yeah. So previous to this, they had another album um, and all their albums are nautical themed. Okay. But they had another album in 2019 named liquid exorcist. It's a concept work built around the subject of sea mine terrorism. Interesting. And then, yeah. Sea mine terrorism. And then this one is called again Cosmic Innuendo Volume 1 Dark Side of the Ocean. It's, this is in their own words that they've said in an interview. This album is a nautically themed concept album exploring the balance between dark and light, descent and ascent, men and angels. Hmm. So l- let me ask you this, Aaron. I know you've listened to the one song, but have mm-hmm. you listened to the whole album all the way through straight? Uh-uh. No. Okay. I did. Well, I don't think so. A couple times. So. So this is um, interesting. Just some tidbits I pulled up from various interviews that Ship did about this album. Okay. He's. This article says with a few nods to Pink Floyd including its title. The album is divided into two parts. The first half consisting of 21 and a half minutes is called descent. This follows the descent of a drowned sailor sinking past undiscovered creatures and mysteries to the bottom of the ocean where his soul is intercepted by a group of sea angels and taken to their underwater kingdom. The second half of the album also 21 and a half minutes in length is called Ascent and explores the angelic kingdom ruled by Poseidon, the king archangel of the ocean. After debating the danger involved, the angels decide to ascend and discover why men's souls are sinking from the ocean's surface with increased frequency, with feeling of duty to help these men in the world above the waves, which the angels ironically call heaven. Uh, this album does contain several instrumental interludes that connect the tracks and they say is used to move the narrative forward. In fact, there's one song uh, which the whole song is just part of the song Bottom of the Barrel. It's just part of that song and that's the whole like interlude connecting track song. And it's on the Ascend side of the album. Hmm. So even though they have you know, this style, right? They still have a couple different styles altogether. First off, they have the song called Fish in the Sea in the style of a a sea shanty, a traditional work song once commonly sung aboard large merchant sailing ships. 
while Angel Aquarium fuses ska with fragrant guitar-driven rock, according to this article. That was an interesting way to describe it. Fragrant guitar-driven rock. Uh, Descent ends with Bioluminescence, a brief, hauntingly beautiful piano ballad reprising the chorus from Bottom of the Barrel, like I just mentioned just a second ago. Man Myth Legend is a rolling punk rock gem fueled by marvelous psychedelic-tinged surf guitars. And then here's something that they do unique. Each of his three albums includes a cover of a classic rock song by a famous band. Their first album, Mortal Ghost, featured the Beatles song Helter Skelter. Liquid Exorcist featured Audio Slaves' Show Me How to Live. And Dark Side of the Mood includes Pink Floyd's Us and Them. And them. Uh-huh. So I was just scanning the album right now. I was just like, hmm, which one of these is it? Yep. Nice. So that's hmm. just a little bit of the the back story, you know, there with with all that. The the lyrics themselves, they're not that long of lyrics for this song. No. It's short. Yeah. Now, if you want to know more about this album, you're like, oh, I want to listen to this album, right? I love how I'm sorry shaking his head. I would. I probably did listen to some of it. When I first put the song on, when I was listening to it on the computer, and then forgot to have it repeat just the only the one song. So I probably made it through some of the album. I don't think I made it all the way through. Did you read the backstory no. to the album? Heck no. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to read it here because it would take a few minutes to read. But mm. if you go to rustyship.com slash story. Hmm. It says, read the story as you listen along to the album. And there's the descent side and the ascent side. Hmm. So, you know, you have 21 and a half minutes to listen, to read and listen, right? Well, yeah. And of course, here's a line from it. And so naturally, as is the law of the earth, he died. (laughs) There's a line from Descent right there for you. Nice. It happens. But here's the next line. After all, the wages of sin actually is death. Yeah. So, read it. I read it. I was like, interesting. (laughs) And then all the artwork, uh, he actually commissions a guy local in the town that he lives in to do all the artwork for them. So, with all of that being said, all right. (laughs) Why are you going? Why are you just in there? Dudes are interesting. (laughs) Yeah, that they that they are. So, Mr. Johnson. Yeah. Without me influencing anything. Uh, Oh, you won't. I trust me. I I I know how to deal with you and my mother because you both are the same way. No, uh, mm-mm. <laughs> I love that, that immediate. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> that's that's wonderful, beautiful, even poetic. Anyways, let's go ahead and start lyrically. Okay. What are your thoughts, lyrics on this sucker? I don't know. <laughs> I don't like how I don't. 
This is only because of August Burns Red. Mm-hmm. I have a bias, but I don't like when he says Mariana Trench. I like Mariana's Trench. That's because August Burns Red is wrong. Just sounds better that way. Because <laughs> if we... Now, I'm not disagreeing that it sounds better that way, because we... But it is... I know it's Mariana Trench. The Mariana Trench. It should be Mariana's Trench. Dang it. Oh, well. Um, I mean, I don't know. What? Okay, so what is the Mariana Trench, by the way? It's the deepest part in the ocean that we know of. Okay, where is it at? I don't know. In the ocean. <laughs> I don't know. It's in the ocean. Yeah. I'm glad it's in the ocean and not in the sky. <laughs> well, that would, but that wouldn't be a trench then. Think about this really hard. Where would the Mariana Trench be by? Maybe the Mariana Islands? Sure. It is. Where are those at? I didn't know the Mariana Islands were a thing. <laughs> I don't know geography. Okay. Uh, where's the Mariana Trench? I don't know. <laughs> it's somewhere in the ocean. Um, Gosh. What ocean? Uh, what ocean? Which ocean? Let, let's narrow down to that. Oh, gosh. Well, depending on which way you look at it, it's either east or west of the United States of America. Um, <laughs> I try to edit this to not to make you look smart. I don't care. I don't study the earth. Um okay, so if I'm looking at the United States, boom. I wanna say it's it would be southeast. I don't know how far. By like the Caribbean or by Africa or by where? Jeez, oh, Louise. Oh, boy. I don't even know. I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. I just want to say the Mediterranean Sea, but I don't know. Okay. That would work so nicely if it was Mediterranean Mariana together. But no. <laughs> no. No, no. I <laughs> know no. that's not the case. I I honestly don't know. All right. I'm trying to think. The Mariana Trench is east of Taiwan in the Philippines. Holy over crap. In the Pacific Ocean. So that's it'd be it's east of Japan even. So, I mean, so it's still east. The Mariana Trench was established as a U.S. national monument in 2009. Really? At its deepest part, the maximum known depth is yeah. 10,984 plus or minus 25 meters, which is 36,037 plus or minus 82 feet. Wow. Okay. And that's wow. at the southern end. Of the small slot-shaped valley in the floor known as Challenger Deep. Challenger Deep? Yeah. The deepest point of the trench is more than two kilometers or 1.2 miles farther from the sea level than the peak of Mount Everest. Everest. Yeah. 
That's wild. At the bottom of the trench, the water pressure exerts a pressure of 1,086 bars, or more than 1,071 times the standard atmospheric pressure at sea level. Sounds like a bad day. At this pressure, the density of water is increased by 4.96%. In other words, water is more dense, more compact at this. And the temperature at the bottom is 34 to 39 degrees Fahrenheit. So just above freezing. Freezing cold. Wow. That doesn't sound like a fun place to go to. So, yeah, you're not going to survive down there on your own. Oh, heck no. Well... But now that we know more we'll about that. We'll get technology for that one day. I mean, if it's in the Meg, we can we can do it. So we can make it. Okay. So beyond the lyric of you you the Mariana Trench. <laughs> yeah, the Mariana Trench thing. <laughs> like the lyric I probably liked the most was the still your love is bottomless part, but why? Mm-hmm. Well, I guess for me just thinking of uh granted doesn't have to does it have anything to do with the well i mean i don't know i guess have anything to do with the song for me i just think of my own as how that's like christ's love for us is bottomless sort of thing where oh also it's funny when we were at the the art prize thing and we saw that lovely art piece of the glowing mushrooms and you're like, you know what that word is. It's in one of the songs that we're going over. And I was just like, what? Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, the first time I definitely, when I first I heard that, I didn't even think it was that word. I thought I was just saying bioluminescence or something. Not no. bioluminescence. I was like. Bioluminescence. Yeah. Okay, Aaron, for those who maybe oh, don't know, no. what is bioluminescence? I don't remember. <laughs> it's. Gosh, dang it. I can't put it into words. Can I? You don't have it's to like, you uh, don't have to be specific like exact, but in general, what is it? It's like oh, uh, I can't do it because I can't even put the words together that I want to say. Use your words. Uh, I hate this. <laughs> Well, it's something that illuminates or gives light, but it's like an actual like bio biological. Okay, you said something. Yeah. So like a rock. A bio, no. A what? Like it's like a living living organism thing, my biological whatever thing. Yeah. All <laughs> bioluminescence bioluminescence yes. is is light emitted by living organisms. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Definitions. (laughs) Gotta learn them. (laughs) But, yeah. The first time I heard that, I was like, bioluminescence, and then, no, it's like, yeah. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Okay. So, bottom of the barrel. um, Yeah. Because... Uh, or the love is b- bottomless. That's yes. And yeah, then like that. bioluminescence. Bioluminescence. Cool word. But 
Yeah, uh, it's an interesting, interesting song. I don't know. I just, I, uh, it's one of those things where it's like, uh, I'm trying to think of like this is a band that like I could really like actually get into, or they're just kind of like, yeah, a little bizarre for me. I don't know yet. Really? You listen to August Burns Red and you go, this is bizarre. bizarre. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) You got me there. All right. Mm. Anything else lyrically? Nothing really stuck out to me. mm. Um, Yeah, nothing. I don't know. No, not really. Okay. I'm a very simplistic, boring, mindless thought. <laughs> what did you think? All right. So first, of the lyrics. First, we're going to start with the lyrics because there's not a ton of them. No, okay. it is, there's not much. There's there. like two verses, and that's it, which is really in a chorus. Which, I mean, yeah. Okay. So, verse one. Which is very short. Spinning out of control beneath the world, where black and blue are up and down. No air left in my lungs. By now, I've surely drowned. This is like a demented Dr. Seuss rhyme. Yeah. All right. Uh, Then we go down to the chorus. Down at the bottom of the barrel, still your love is bottomless. The weight of the world is crushing me to a pulp, but it brings my soul to the surface. If I make my bed in Mariana Trench, I'm welcome to a city that's lit by a luminescence. And then jam time. And then verse two. The sea is filled with miles of flashing lights. What would those flashing lights be from? Bioluminescence. Bioluminescence. <laughs> like fireflies yeah. on moonless nights. My soul shines with the rest of them. Flesh and spirit both ignite. And then it goes back to the chorus like for twice so yeah the the part that really stuck out to me was the bottom of the barrel your, your love is bottomless thing too right yeah. and so i went i went looking around and yeah. i found this little interview snippet here i'm not obviously i'm not gonna play it i'm just gonna read it here uh and the interviewer they were interviewing rusty as mm. this song came out because it came out as a single at first in like january 2022 so this song, this album itself was written during the pandemic. So nice. And, and I have something about that here in a second too, but he goes, the interviewer goes, what lyric of this single bottom of the barrel do you think the world most needs to hear now in its current state? Now, remember this was happening back in early 2022. Mm. He goes this. The main line of the chorus, down at the bottom of the barrel, still your love is bottomless. Mm -hmm. Because it's so reassuring to know that when we get to whatever our bottom is, whatever our darkest state is, that God is literally infinite, omnipresent, existing in the furthest place we could possibly ever go and beyond. And his love is with him wherever he is. And he's more loving and understanding than we can even fathom. He knows us and loves us better than we can even know or love ourselves. So I found it interesting that you kind of pick that same 
phrase that I picked that also the author of the song picked as well. (laughs) And so I was like, there's no better way to put it than the author of the song who did it himself, right? Right. Now, of the album as a whole, he said it was written and recorded during the pandemic. And instead of following the natural response of the world to react to the crisis with fear by retreating into our comfortable us and them sex and blaming them as the problem and the bad guys, this album tried very hard, as challenging as it was at times, to focus on the commonalities and good that still exist in all people and the hope that still exists for our world to bring us all together and get all our needs met. Hmm. So I'll say this. Lyrically, it's simplistic. It's not very... It has a little bit of imagery sprinkled in there. Oh, like, there's like imagery. Fireflies on a moonless, yeah. uh, moonless night. Mm-hmm. Soul shines with the rest of them. Flesh and spirit both ignite. Black and blue are up and down. And everyone knows kind of what that feeling is of no air left in my lungs. Yeah. Spinning out of control beneath the world. You know, someone, most people at some point will go through something where they feel like that as well. So I was like, all right, there's lyric, uh, there's imagery, there's directness, there's mm-hmm. this. I was like, all right, cool. So out of five, Aaron. I like the number three. <laughs> Is that what you're giving it? Yeah. All right. Aaron gives it a three for the music. Because I can't do Our three lyrics. and a half. Maybe we need to expand this for Aaron to just make him happy. And then he's going to be like, no, I want 3.55. Correct. Just, just to be difficult. All right. So you're giving it a three. Yeah, I'll give it a three. All right. What in your mind would have made it a four? What would have made it a four? If you said Mariana's trench. I'm going to call on the judge here, then we're going to override your your ruling. Hmm. What would have given it a four? Yeah, what would they add? had to have done differently lyrically to make it a four in Aaron's world. <laughs> Do something other than what's the, what's the word nautic nautical themed. You don't like the nautical theme. <clears throat> it's a hit or miss for me. I don't know. Like for me, like, which it shouldn't be. But it tends to be like when I think of like nautically themed stuff, it's just like, oh, it's more like kid kid stuff. Dude. But the ocean is nuts. Old water nautically stuff. Do you want to know a song that would make a lot of people cry that they play? What? Wait, the who put the the rusty ship plays? Uh Uh-huh. Like Davina, when we were at Life Fest, said, oh, if they played this song. I'm going to lose it. That's nautical themed. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. And it's not a song they wrote. Oh, well, then it doesn't count. But it is nautical themed. doesn't count. I'm just kidding. <laughs> what is it? Navy hymn. Oh, I can imagine why that would get Davina especially. 
but that would get a lot of people who are, um, you know, from that design. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't tell you like why. I mean, I guess what you th- I think of. Okay, I did. Jonah and the whale, and I just th- always think of like kids story stuff when I think of nautically. Yes, because stuff. because I think of um, sea mine terrorism <laughs> as as kid themed. Sea mine terror. What? Uh, so that was I, I might have. Yeah, so a sea mine terrorism. Their album, their 2019 album, Liquid Exorcist. Oh. Is a concept work built around the subject of sea mine terrorism. Oh. Interesting. So they have songs on there called Mine Factory, Detonator, the SS Narcotic. Nice. Blow Your Mine. Not mind, mine. Hundred Crosses, Breaking Waves, and it ends with Navy Hymn. Hmm. Yep, that sounds like kids. <clears throat> sounds like kids stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, on their album Mortal Ghost, Devil Jonah, Crack Baby, Devil Hotel Jonah. Bible, Song of Storms, that's from Legend of Zelda. Um mm. Tip of My Tongue, The Lighthouse, Davy Jones. Yes, kid themed. Absolutely. Okay, I didn't know if there's anything in particular that you, it was like make it to a fourth <laughs> in Aaron's mind. Yeah, I don't really know. Okay. Uh, Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, that's not a question I normally ask you, so I know you haven't done analysis on it, and you haven't done your word-for-word word comparison charts and your all that stuff, so I get it. So for me... A three and a half. <laughs> what? <laughs> for you, are you going to give it a four? No. Oh. No, no, no. I'm Five. giving it a three as well. Oh. It is pretty simplistic. It has some imagery in there. Yeah. Um, it could definitely be a little bit longer, not re- use the, the course so much. It, it well, uses it's the, three times? Yeah, but how short is the song? Oh, I don't remember. You don't remember, huh? No. The song, uh, let's see here. And the song is number four on the album, by the way. Yeah. Uh, it's three and a half minutes well that's average and it uses the course three times so i'm like eh. it's i mean it's all short. i would have like if you would have thrown in another course for me or not another course excuse me another verse verse another verse so if you had three three then it would have been a easy four interesting yeah i know i'm simplistic like that in my life that is interesting. Why? I don't know. I also to like balance. I also I like have, symmetry. I'll say I just have that balance. I like out. balance. I like things like that. Mm. But that's me. But regardless, on to the next thing. The musical style of Rusty oh. Ships, bottom of the barrel. It was fun. It that was like I don't know. Like, it was a fun song. I liked the riff end of the song. I mean, that starts it off. Um, yeah, like, as you kind of mentioned in the beginning, how I thought it kind of just sounded like 
it's like a garage rock band sort of thing. Now, I think that has more so to do with the sound of it versus what they were playing. Because depending on if you took the same riff, change some of the the I guess tones of it, and because it, it didn't seem super polished, it's it's pretty rough, very fuzzy guitar tone. They go for fuzzy on almost all their songs. Yeah, it was very fuzzy. Even their bass is very fuzzy. Well, that's yeah. That's become a lot more of a, I think, well, it's been a popular thing to have like distortion and stuff on bass guitars. We're not talking just distortion. We're talking. No, and it's like a full on fuzz and just, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think we need to un- underscore exactly what we're talking about here um, because give me one second here. Uh, I think this part's going to become like YouTube only at this point here. <gasps> yep. It is. Because, yeah, that's just how it is. Uh, so this part, uh, sorry, audio only listeners, uh, copyright, can't do it. Uh, but for everyone else, yeah, it's very, very fuzzy in all the audio there. Drums are pretty clean and crisp, but uh, yeah, but the guitar, like, there's a lot of distortion. Well, the drums are also very dead. There's no, like... As you would say for like the seven, the classic rock sounding drums, where it's just like it's a thud. There's no like ring or any like reverberation from the drums. It's just very mm-hmm. flat and dead sounding. Which I think, which was good in this aspect. Yeah. But I think, don't quote me on this, but I think from the videos I've seen and all that, like went from them inside the studio. Yeah. You know what they used to record? Oh, I guess. Sure, SM fifty sevens. No. Oh wait, what? Uh, Electronic. Because ah! <laughs> <laughs> every time you see them in the studio, you see electronic drums. Oh, I hope not. That's, oh no, no, that can't be electronic drums. I mean, I hope not. They could just be acoustic drum samples. I mean, that's very easy to do. Wow. Because they actually have a real drummer. It's not like... Oh, no, yeah, they have... But... And I'm trying to remember what he used at Life Fest. I don't remember. But... I'll have to look into that, because, man... I've, it seems like there's a little more like every time they do like a little interview from the studio he's always sitting behind an electronic drum set the drummer's always sitting behind yeah hmm. ahoy mates I think there was one I found where he was behind October the real 28. one so all the other, um, like here I have one pulled up right album now to come out thank you Vanna uh, appreciate that there's nothing um, that a little weird be, but cool that appreciate that would be audio wise uh, but video wise he is sitting behind and like in the studio. Yeah. Behind an electronic drum set. You could see the symbols are like that black plastic. Yeah. You see um the bar, you know, that holds the electronic toms and all that. Yeah. Uh, and all I see is the word A L E S. But yeah. A L E S. Yeah, because this was 
This is when they were announcing early access of the album to uh, people who Wait, are like on their Patreon. Is that the whole thing or is that all you can just see? That's all I can see. So it's probably an Elisis kit. Yeah, that's all I can see. I would imagine. Yeah, I don't know. The singer is sitting in front of it, so I can't see the rest of it. I know Guitar Center has, has or had one of those on display. I always liked playing on that one more than most of the other electric drum so, kits. But... So I don't know what they were doing, but yeah, anytime I've seen them in the studio talking on stuff, it's he's always behind that. But in the music videos, he's behind an acoustic drum set. Right. Well, so, yeah, you can actually do it. Well, I mean, speaking of music video for this video specifically, we'll get to the music video. A live <laughs> recording. So we'll get to the music video in a second here. <clears throat> Anywho, so beyond those couple comments, the fuzz, the fuzz, I noticed the fuzz the immediately. Fuzz. There was so much fuzz in this entire song. Uh, That's I, just how they do it. I wish I could say this was unique to them uh to this song it is no, not. not but i think that's also intentional uh because of the fact that they say that it's underwater right it's the underwater sure. but so for example um we're gonna push some stuff here okay uh for example at the beginning of this song off is the that same album right and I guess that was going to be another question. If you've listened to other albums, is it all still the same kind of sound? Um, I've listened to a, a, a couple ones. We listened to one last time, uh, like yeah. Hotel Bible. Okay. Here's another one. Same album or different? Different. Is that the bass player? Yeah, the bass player. Different bass player at this point in time. Mm-hmm. Um, dressed up in a Ninja Turtles costume. Um, <laughs> a lot cleaner, though, at that point. Well, that's that song. Yeah. Uh, that Is song there was no called clean tones on the new, the latest album. That that song was called F words you don't mind. Nice, um, referring to the word fun. Nice, <laughs> like as a kid, not that's funny. Not Aaron's F words. <laughs> ah, the wrong song. I'm sorry. It. I went to their page on YouTube and it auto started playing that. Oh, hey, what song was that? That was the bottom of the barrel. Good job. Yeah. So, like, here's another one. In your face, it's, aggressive. Well, no, not that. Even. I was going to think, like, okay, so our mutual friend Jonah would be like, there's, he couldn't do this because there's no reverb on any of it, it seems like. Like, it's all just raw, just eh, guitar tone. Like, there's no other special effects other than distortion and fuzz there's no like ambient like spacey um, oh, effects no. going on they don't do this. they don't do that which no. would be great for nautic stuff yeah nautic above water but they want underwater. no underwater do you have you tried listening to sound underwater it does not reverberate well at all oh i guess with mm. I see. Let's make, you, let's, you make you, let's make make you underwater headphones. See how well that works for you. Make me underwater headphones. Yeah, basically. Well, because whenever people like make sounds to imitate whales or, um, like, submarines, it's it's like got that, like pitch, and it just rings it's like boop, but it like just like kind of like fades out. It's not just. Eh. It's just like long and drawn out. Like when I think of swells, that also makes me think of water. 
like when you're doing guitar swelly stuff you're thinking of like waves yeah yeah so sound moves completely different underwater than it does well, in the air yeah yeah okay is it slower or faster it's probably slower right yeah no it's faster it's faster it's faster underwater underwater than it is in the air huh that's interesting i think you'd have more to fight through and travel through but i guess i don't know but it, it just because it travels yeah. faster does not necessarily mean it's clear well I wasn't you know to say that I did a video underwater some years ago where I was locked up and were picking some handcuffs and a lot of people were commenting that the video was fake since they could hear the sound of the handcuffs. The fact is sound actually travels faster and you can hear it better underwater. He said, just see here on some experiments we did. Here first, Melanie were to tap the ladder right next to the camera with this small wrench. Then she swam to the other side of the pool and tapped the ladder over there. And as you hear, it's a little bit lower, but not much. There, that's so a big That was a big difference. <laughs> yeah. Could you hear the, the it being tapped? Yeah. Yeah, but it was a lot. It was lower. It was a lot more was mixed in with that ambient background water noise. Yeah. That's what happens. So, but anyways, back when to I hear example. ambience, I think of water, not just thuds and nothing to it. But anyways, eh, back to your lad, your lads. I almost called him Lad Zeppelin, not Lad one of the, Zeppelin. One of their songs. Oh, I think is yeah. Days and Confused is the song. There's like a section where he uses um like a violin bow or something like that on his guitar and like does this whale sound and so like the whale sound is very just like i don't know i guess it's not short and like i don't know nothing to it it's just it has this reverberation to it and it's just like drawn out sort of things so like when that, that's so when i think of think of that that's what i think of for like watery sounds and stuff just like i don't know yeah drawn out very uh Oh, what's the other word that I was thinking of that I probably might have said earlier other than ambient? I don't know. Okay. So that's what you yeah, think Yeah, the of... mix is very dead in their songs. At least for the harder rock sections of it that I've heard so far. Again, I haven't listened to the whole album, so there could be more. I'm sure there's plenty of variation, hopefully, throughout the album. And it's not all just the same. There is variation. Yeah. Um, there's one song. Uh, is that on that album? It's on this album. Okay. Then, yeah. It's, it's all over the place. Yeah, it is. It, it really is. Um, the name of the song, and let me get over back to the album here, because I can never remember what it is off the top of my head. Um, it is called King of the Deep. It's a very interesting song, and it's from the mm. perspective of three different parties. So you have the sea angels, the man that drowned, and the Poseidon. And all have three different, very different vocal features in them. <laughs> it is 
actually kind of ridiculous, kind of cool. And there's a lot to listen to and keep track of there. But yeah, all of them are, are different. Um, yeah. In, in a little different way, but they all share that same thing. I will say like, was it? Yeah. Man, myth, legend. <laughs> that one is just, mm. uh, how do I put it this way? Wow. That it starts off very much. Yeah. This is old school surf rock. Mm. If, if you're familiar with old school surf rock. No. Well, like Beach Boys? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's one of his influences, too, he says. Like, he loves Beach Boys. Here, oh, I think we can do this without getting in trouble, but... Nah, you you will. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I will. That's the that's the price I'm willing to p- take here. Very much that, that, that yeah. surfer rock. Now, Minus the, I, I'll say this. Yeah. Uh, I, this wasn't uploaded by Rusty Ship themselves. So that that is a lot more distorted than it is like when you hear it on the actual album. Like they were just doing that to get around like the auto detection algorithms in YouTube. Huh. Because there's someone else who uploaded it. Interesting. Yeah. So I'll say this. The the official song is a lot less. There's a lot less distortion on that, but still distorted. So all that being said, when it comes down to it, Aaron, one to five, musically. Oh, I mean, I found myself bopping my head to it as I listened to it and drumming on the desk. So I'd give it a four. Oh, I was like, oh, he's going to give it a two or something. No, <laughs> no. So, like, I, I, I enjoyed like listening to the song and stuff. Um, I, I the other thing was I did like I do like like some of the melody stuff he's got going on in mm-hmm. the song. I mean, I do really like what he does for when he says Mariana Trench. I don't like that he just says Mariana Trench, but I like the melody he has going on there. Just overall, I mean, yeah, it's just good singer okay for sure and no definitely that's the thing like uh, it, it, it makes me think of being back in sky rat where it's just rocking out with friends and having fun with it and like i like the fact that it's different to a point where it's just not everything it's not the same as everything else out there in the radio world and whatnot like it's their own sound for sure, which I tend to like that stuff more than just everybody sounding the exact same because that gets kind of boring. Um, but then that also, my biggest thing, yeah, with pe- like with music that gets released is maybe I I don't know maybe there's something else to it that I just don't know but it's like the different like the volume level differences between from switching from album to album or artist to artist sort of stuff I hate that but yeah that's something that drives me nuts yeah so in that regards I hate when there's like different it'd be nice if there's almost some like universal just like everyone's the same in some regard but 
Yuck. I wouldn't want to do that either. I'll live with adjusting the volume, depending right. on how some stuff is. All yeah, right. Definitely enjoyed it. Okay. What are you giving it? I wrote three? my number down while we were talking about it. So that oh. way you can't go, well, you're cheap copying me or anything. You, I influenced your decision. Nope. Mm. Like while we were writing, okay. while we were talking this down, I wrote down my number. I gave it the number. That is two. Oh, you t- above two. two. Four. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Or love- five. No, two above two is four. We're not, uh, we're not doing routes and math here. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I wrote my number down a little while ago and then I was just like, okay, let's see what everyone gives it. Uh, so I gave it a four as well. I enjoyed it. It's good. Yeah. So it's fun. now the next thing and so before we do this i'm going to say this oh i don't know about you yeah. so the next thing is a music video yeah. the, that seemed like a music video i would have expected from like sky Rat. i don't know whether to be offended or that'd be a good thing i'm gonna guess offended no, i'm scared <laughs> It'd no, also it's, be the type of music video I expect from uh, Afternoon Hangover. No, we could do better than that. No. I'm... So the music video was directed it's... by Rusty's wife, Joy. What? See, my question is, what even needs to be directed about that? <laughs> Rusty jumping. Oh, wow. And when the Davy Jones character came out okay i guess <laughs> but like did he not jump during his live performances no remember they had just like video sequences of him like doing a dream jump or just like him alone jumping oh it's like ah. okay all right yeah all right never mind yeah so yeah that they've done three music videos for this album so far the newest okay. one just came out all right two of them are in this style are in the live performance style this yeah so we have uh this one bottom of the barrel mm-hmm. and living waters are both in the same style living if you watch bottom of the barrel it is very blue everything is so blue it is very blue. like it is oversaturated blue to the point that the skin like you know if yeah. I like, if I took it's a, like you just like took, took a blue light on me and flashed it. Uh, no, it was way more than that. It's like you take a blue light, flash on Aaron, and then you turn the saturation up so much so that the, like you see like the cheeks start to glow because it, the saturation in that is turned up so much. Don't believe me. Gosh, I I'm going to pull remember. it up on my screen right now. For, I don't remember for everyone at home intense. to see. Oh yeah, it is. It is. Um, it is quite the intensity. Like everything is like, I, I, I would turn my screen around, but it would break everything. Um, for example, I have a, a picture up right now on my screen where it is th- the second guitarist, right? Yeah. It is so blue and so oh, like turned up. Yep. Where like the headstock of the guitar is like one blob and the face is there, but you barely get any other detail because it's all so blue. Yeah. 
and yeah, then it's, it's pretty blue. It's it's just a, a performance of them singing along to the recording. You know, I I I see their instruments are plugged in, but I doubt they're actually like playing the actual thing. Um, I uh, I mean they're probably playing along, but it's it's the recording. But well, like, I'm just, yeah, I'm trying to look so at like example. If you if you go to t- time frame two o four in the video, this is like one of those like old washed out. Yeah. Things. It's just so the saturation, the it's rough. Um and then of course Davy Jones comes out at so about two twenty two twenty five. What? I forgot I like the like is that like the Cthulhu like Yeah. Yeah. And then it changes from all blue to blue and like this yellow green at like two thirty five. Yeah. Where the skins are now like this weird psychedelic greenish thing it's like a sea foam it's because they're underwater come on come on people they're underwater sea foam so they did that right and then for uh living waters which is their newest music video yeah it's green instead of blue it's basically the same thing but green yeah um and they have like a video of water flowing in the background now, nice. if you like this song so much, yeah, and if somehow people online, I'm sure Aaron has a prize. Aaron always has a prize for things. They released bottom of the barrel karaoke version for Aaron to sing along to. No. <laughs> nope. Nope. It's literally the music without the singing and the words are on the screen. Oh, no. <laughs> uh should I somehow convince Aaron to do it for a national no, care for internet? Oh. oh, national karaoke day. Find out when that is. Uh, that's not a thing that doesn't exist. Really? No, nope. I know anything and everything exists. As and what if it does? Holiday. Oh, I know it does. I just don't want it to. May 25th. That no. That's not okay. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> the no. next National Karaoke Day is May 25th, 2024. What, you think you're going to get me to do karaoke two days after my birthday? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll admit I've only done karaoke once. I don't think I've ever done karaoke. That was my first year of, of college. It's because a guy, the guy I was friends with, he was, he went up to do it and he did like boy band karaoke and he was dying alone. So I was like, fine, I'll be embarrassed with him. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I don't think I've ever done karaoke. The only seeing this uh, where their goal was to get me to do karaoke. And I was like, the only way you're going to get me to do karaoke is if I can wear my Corey Taylor Slipknot mask. Have it be a metal song where I can just make noise anyways. And I was like, you definitely have to get me liquored up for that. And I was like, that's not happening. <laughs> Leave a so. like and a comment. If we should somehow get Aaron to do karaoke. No. Uh-uh. Nope. <laughs> and somehow no. we'll have to figure out a way for someone to pick the song. Oh. <laughs> Gosh. Um, okay. So, yeah, no. so music yeah. video. Music video. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll trust me, figure out a way. But anyways, what what would you rate that? I mean, 
Uh, and I already have my my rating written down. Just not bad luck. Uh, at most a three, lowest a two. Which of the two would you like to select? Um, I have two. You did the same thing. This is becoming polos all over again. <laughs> Paul did it too. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> um, for the the story about polos, listen for the art price thing. <laughs> <laughs> Which I almost wore that polo today. <laughs> oh, I was like, wait, what no, shirt am I wearing? <laughs> what kind of day it is for me today <laughs> oh, okay. my brain is gone <laughs> all right two more questions here Aaron. yeah um and then i have uh, something to say as well Com- question one question one which is one of the questions i ask anyways every time yeah what is it biblical yeah yeah i already have my answer written down three okay is there, let me ask this and you might go, no. Um, was there any particular reason why a three or like, was there a reason saw, a three, not a four or a three, not a not two? A two. Um, I guess if it didn't include the bottom of the barrel, love being bottomless thing, it would have been a two. Mainly because I think that's probably what made it a three, having that in there. Mm-hmm. Otherwise. Cause like, I don't know where it talks about, yeah, what, um, like r- lungs being out of oxygen or air or whatever. And the whole black, and, I don't know. Like when I heard, when I heard the line, like black and blue, I just think of like, for me, it, I imagine just being like beat up, beat yeah. down, sinking the whole drowning thing. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's, I mean, there's plenty of stuff like that, that I don't know the whole being hopeless thing, but then having that realization of um, the love being bottomless thing. It's like, okay, yay, hope. Yay, truth. Huzzah. But, uh, yeah. Huzzah, indeed. Huzzah. Okay. That's about it. I gave it a four. Oh! (laughs) Just kidding. No. I think it lines up pretty good. Um, Obviously, not perfectly, so that's why it's not a five. Um, Yeah. We're not talking like a psalm turned into a, a, a song. Right. My brain actually stopped there for a second. I was like, a psalm? But, but but there's nothing that's blatantly like anti-biblical, but, you know, no. and there's imagery no, in there and people go, oh, there's imagery. Imagery, evil. I can't, it, it, man. It's, it, it's fine. It's good. It's just twisting things up. So that's what I gave before. I was like, there's nothing objectively bad in here there's nothing oh no nothing and it's not the reason it doesn't get a five in my perspective is you know it it's not like a direct quote of the bible there's no things that are pulled directly from it it's concepts that allude to maybe summarizations of parts of the Mm. bible so that's what i was like "Eh, four so fair enough question last question does it make in your rotation your playlist rotation that was a. I was thinking about that. I would say yes. 
I was singing one. It's like one of those songs where I probably wouldn't go out of my way to listen to or like add to cue. But if I hit shuffle on my songs and the song came up, it'd be like, all right. All right. So I'd add it. Okay. I just don't know if I'd go out seeking it to start to listen to some, for something. I don't know. I could. Maybe if I ever get in the nautic mood, maybe I will. Go listen to a, a sea shanty. Yes. Oh, man, this is pushing my um <laughs> my speech sea to the shanty. limit. Sea shanty. Man, the amount of times I had to see uh, speech therapy and say the word sea shanty. <laughs> oh, really? Again. Yeah, because me saying SHs is see, really hard. She sells, she's, she shows at the she show. Yeah, I had to do that a lot too. Gosh, uh, that's a rough one. Yeah. And someone who goes, anyways, so I'll answer the question real quick. Yes, it is. Yeah. And I'll also yeah. say this. I am part of the ghost ship. You're a fanboy. Well, what's the ghost ship? I don't know. That's not just like <laughs> signing up for their newsletter. You're you're like, it's is it like a Patreon thing where it's like, a patreon. Yep. Nice. So nice. I was like, you know what? They're doing some good stuff. I enjoyed Are them. They? I was like, I will give them some money Are every they? month. That's cool. So we got all that. Yeah. Now, Spotlight turns to Aaron. So what's the song that we're doing, sir? Well, let's do Cold War, I suppose. By? Red. Cold War by Red. And this is off the new album? Yep. I don't remember what it, how it goes. I know nothing about this song at the moment. But it's new. And it'll be cold by the time we review it anyways. So cold and cold. Oh, not cold war. I'm an idiot. I can't read. It's cold world. <laughs> and the world will be cold by the time we can. Wow. <laughs> that That's horrible, Johnson. Yeah, it is really bad. All right. Cold world. world not war. Cold by red. world. Which I would have been lost. I've been like, where is this song? Where is this song, Eric? Uh, did you mean that? Yes, I did mean that. My bad. All right. Then, um, which there might, oh, I hope there's a music video for it. Um, or the, I hope there's going to be, there might not be at the moment. Yeah. It probably isn't because it's brand new album. So, but I have seen them posting on the instas of them in like, like wild west outfits and, Got the old classic um, lever action rifles and revolvers and yeah, stuff. that was for a music video that premiered yesterday. Oh, dang. what music video is that? I am not sure. Oh, well, uh, Cold World has it looks like it's just a lyric video. Ah, okay. What's the what? nope? It's not even a lyric video. It's just the song it's, itself. Um, dang. It was and it was only a thirty. Se- nope, it was only a thirty second demo. There is nothing for that yet, but that's okay. Oh, there's, uh, so Surrogates is the one that they had a music video for, which was the first single on the album. All right. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you on the next one. <laughs>